Hello and welcome to this episode of the Evelyn Partners Investment Podcast. I'm Cherry Reynard and with me today is Daniel Casali. We're going to be discussing the recent round of global economic data, better news on growth and the impact of shifting demographics. We're recording this on Monday the 4th of September 2023. Before we begin, here's some important information. Nothing in this recording is intended to constitute advice or recommendation and you should not take any investment decision based on its content. Any opinions expressed may be subject to change without notice. Remember that the value of investments can fall as well as rise and that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance should not be considered a reliable indicator of future returns. Different funds carry varying levels of risk depending on the geographical region and industry sector in which they invest. You should make yourself aware of these specific risks prior to investing. If you're unsure about the suitability of an investment or if you need advice on your specific requirements, you should seek professional financial advice. So welcome, Daniel. Hi, Cherry. Um, let's start with a look at the global economy. Um, it's notable that services continue to provide support. Um, could you talk me through that? Well, given that much of this year's uh, demand has come from increased spending on services, and this is a sector that represents something from 60 to 70% of the UK and US GDP respectively, it really shouldn't be a surprise why the global economy continues to show resilience even against tighter monetary policy. COVID-era policies have led to excess household savings where consumers have built up cash during lockdowns and are now being spent. Now, along with solid labour markets, consumers are in a much better position to spend more on services and support overall growth. Indeed, in its mid-year review, we saw that the IMF slightly upgraded its estimate for global real GDP to 3%, in 2023, up from the 2.88 estimate it made in April, and it maintained its prediction for 3% expansion for next year. Um, And what's your view? I mean, do you think that that strength can continue? Well, a key unknown for investors is how much longer consumers can continue to spend their way through uh, the sharpest increase in interest rates in decades. While there is plenty of uncertainty, we reckon that the consumer recovery has further to run. For a start, the pandemic restrained the ability of consumers to spend money on services, which held back overall demand. Just to put this into context, if you look at US real expenditure on services, it's only now recovered from pandemic lows to be in line with the 50-year upward trend. Meanwhile, spending on goods soared during lockdowns as online sales boomed to be more than 16% higher than the trend in the second quarter of 2020. So looking forward, yes, we would expect this rotation from goods towards services to continue and support the global economy. And I keep hearing about this Swiftonomics phenomena, which which seems to kind of epitomise this, um, that people are willing to spend money on services, you know, rather than goods. Can can you talk me through that? Yes, my daughter keeps telling me about Swiftonomics. Uh, Well, anecdotally, spending on services is apparent in the entertainment industry. uh, And that's what some economists term Swiftonomics. It's basically named after the American pop singer Taylor Swift, uh, and it's, she's on track to make a staggering $1 billion in concert t- ticket sales between March and August, and that would be a record in US concert history. The economic significance of this tour has even been highlighted by the fact that it came up for a discussion during Fed Chair Powell's uh, monetary policy press conference in July. So with all of this spending going on in services and entertainment, there's also been increased spending further afield. So, for example, in the 2023 Women's Football World Cup in Australia last month, it drew in crowds of nearly 31,000 per match. 
and that's the highest since the 2007 edition in China. And it suggests that the service industry is buoyant over there too. In short, consumers are willing and able to spend more in the important service sector. Yeah, I believe uh, Beyonce was also blamed for a spike in she the, certainly um, was. In the <laughs> Swedish in inflation rate. Um, now, how can consumers keep spending on discretionary services amid this cost of living crisis that we keep hearing yes, about? Yes, it does look like a conundrum. But uh, if you think about it, uh, developed economies are at full employment. Uh, and this greater spending on services is supported also uh, by the fact that real incomes uh, are now starting to rise. And that's because energy prices have come down. So, for example, in the Eurozone, we see that wholesale natural gas and electricity prices are down more than 80% from their peaks in August 2022. And in the UK, uh, retail unleaded petrol prices have fallen around 40p per litre since last summer. Uh, Just to add some icing on that one, the energy regulator Ofgem has also reduced the energy cap by £151 for the fourth quarter against the third quarter. And so for the first time since April 2022, the average dual bill energy uh, costs will fall below £2,000 per year per household. Essentially, if less money is spent on energy, uh, it's leading to a bounce back in consumer confidence across Europe and the US. Okay, um, thanks for that. Now, the Manufacturing still looks really weak. I mean, why is that? Yes, the the message for manufacturing is certainly sobering. So, for example, Germany's Manufacturing and Purchase Managers Index, and that's a proxy for activity in the sector, uh, has fell to levels seen uh, in the pandemic, so very, very low levels. Uh, A couple of reasons for that. One is that we've had reduced factory output in China. Uh, There's been a slowdown in growth there affected by property. And also a reduction in goods production after the boost following COVID. These are perhaps some reasons behind the weakness in the manufacturing sector. Sure, it'll be difficult for services to completely decouple from depressed manufacturing for very long periods, but not totally impossible. The stimulus from increased factory output could come from the equity rally. That could encourage CEOs to invest more in production facilities to allow the manufacturing sector to recover. Okay, and then just finally, you've been looking at the impact of demographics on investment markets. Um, Have you made any sort of early conclusions there? Well, the bottom line is that if we've reached a turning point in demographics, which is a study of the size, age, structures and economics of different populations. So if you look in 1950, the world population was 2.5 billion. Today, it's more than 8 billion people on the planet. So that's a 220% increase over the last 70 years. By 2100, the UN expects a global population of 10.4 billion. Now, the massive expansion between 1950 and 2018 was primarily driven by a growing number of births. But we've reached a turning point. Looking forward, the UN doesn't expect the number of children born each year to increase by as much. Instead, the number of people of working age and old age will increase substantially. So it's this change in the composition will have implications for the economies and investors. We think that demographics are going to shift from being a tailwind behind advanced economies to more of a headwind. So do play, please stay tuned to our Megatrends podcast where we'll look in more detail at demographics. OK, great. We'll, we'll look out for that. Um, so thank you, Daniel, for that roundup. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. All references and lines spoken about in this episode can be found in the episode show notes. And you can find lots of other articles on evelyn.com, including our latest outlook. Ben Seeger-Scott will be back with us in the studio for our next podcast episode, and we'd love to have you join us then if you can. Please do subscribe to our show if you haven't done so already, and you can rate and review us in the App Store. Until next time.